You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Greetings. My name is Eluth Espinoza, founder of Anthony's Voice, an organization named after my grandson, Anthony Brown. Anthony was diagnosed with autism at the early age of three years old. He is currently 21 years of age and is still considered nonverbal. Our journey has been one of many challenges as well as unimagined rewards. This year, for Autism Awareness Day, April 2nd, we're proud to announce our community partnership of Anthony's Voice and LoudmouthRadio.com. This month, Anthony's Voice will have a four-part series each Thursday of the month. Radio segments that will bring two communities together to discuss autism, share resources, highlight individuals on the spectrum, fundraisers, and so much more. No matter the time or the season, we're open and available 24-7. Shouldn't your dealership be too? Carumba.com, the convenient online used vehicle marketplace. Register your independent dealership now. Autism may look like unable to speak or maybe speaking too much, hugging everyone or disliking touch, escaping outside or trying to hide, excitingly flapping inappropriate clapping. Autism varies so much. Won't wear a coat or wears one all year round. Fussy eater or would eat dirt from the ground. Screaming or humming, annoyingly drumming, toys in a line the same way every time, autism varies so much. Struggling to learn or has wonderful gifts, obsessions of numbers, trains, films, or lifts, spinning around, throws things on the ground, constantly spitting, aggressively hitting, autism varies so much. Alone without friends or controls every game, always looks different, always dresses the same. Swinging on doors, head banging on floors, freaks at the dryer, keeps climbing higher. Autism varies so much. Can't answer questions, won't do as they're told, in their own world or bossy and bold. Overprepared, anxious and scared, a spectrum so wide, but they all bring us pride when autism touches our lives. I support not just autism awareness, but autism's acceptance always. I read this poem today and I was reminded of the very beginning. You know, when I first obtained Anthony, Anthony would scream, oh, this is, first of all, let me say, this is what's called meltdowns. Anthony would scream, hit, bang his head on walls, bite you, run, and worst of all, constantly looking to escape. And I had to put locks on the doors, windows. I had never experienced such a nightmare. But... Eventually, I came to know that these meltdowns were not personal. I, at first, I think I took them a little personal, like, what's wrong with you? I tried everything to just kind of figure it out. But eventually, once I realized what the problems, 
Eventually, I came to find out, or rather learn, that Anthony's meltdowns were a result of, you know, suffering from digestive issues and having pain associated with that and not being able to communicate that. He had touch sensitivities, which is why they also, they don't, they don't like you to hug them. A lot of them, not all of them, because remember, it's a spectrum. But in Anthony's case, he did not care for you to touch him. Uh, he was very particular about the types of clothing he had on his body. Um, very, very sensitive to all, to lotions, you name it. Again, causing him to have meltdowns. Again, another uh, source of a meltdown, noise. He can, what is normal to us is extreme to Anthony. He'll walk into a supermarket and would, from the moment he walked in, he would start it going into meltdown mode. Why? He could hear the cash register, the speaker, people speaking, things rattling. So imagine all of that noise times I don't know. I've I've listened to Sarah recordings to try to copy what he hears, and it sounds like madness, so loud. This is why you see a lot of uh, um, autistic children that do jump up and down holding their ears as they try to quiet the world around them. So, again, at first I thought he was just, I couldn't figure out these meltdowns. But eventually, look at what I found, all these things, and this is just a peek into the life of one individual who is on the spectrum and represents a large portion of, uh, of children that are dealing with these sensitivities. So I just wanted to kind of touch today on meltdowns and explain to you that they're not meltdowns like a typical child would have they are actually what i call the hulk syndrome when the pain hits they transform into a different being and learning how to deal with them and helping them to deal with that alter ego alter that other person is a challenge in itself anthony is now 22 years of age and now experiences meltdowns perhaps once a month. He does have many meltdowns throughout the month, but no major meltdowns per se, even though there is always that strong possibility of a major meltdown. Um, that is a major concern that um, we'll talk about at some other time, but for the last 14 years, I have done research, a tried therapy after therapy until I could. It was, it's been a journey of trial and error. I cannot tell you what one thing worked. I can't. It's been a, a class of patience because each therapy that you try, you have to try for quite some time before you actually say it does not work. Because with autism, everything works at a snail's pace. They learn, learning our societal ways takes them quite some time to understand. I wanna to touch on another aspect of patience. 
Because the other thing about meltdowns is that meltdowns changes your whole perspective of time and schedules. When Anthony had a meltdown, the world stopped. Didn't matter whether I had an important meeting, a doctor's appointment, whether I needed to, I don't know, whatever it is, the, the game of the year. It did not matter. When autism meltdown hit, everything stopped. So at first, I fought against it. I was going to drag him. I was going to make sure this happened. Well, that that's all a joke, and we'll talk about that maybe sometime in the future. But anyway, um, bottom line, I had to just stop and say, well, this is not going to happen today. And somehow learn to be okay with this new concept of time and schedules and my ego and everything else that goes that you don't realize is associated with you being on time. So and schedules that can't change. It's like saving for another rainy day. You know, the rainy day might never come. Better spend it today. But uh, anyway. So for parents that are just starting this journey, I just want to say, hold on. It gets better. It just goes at a snail's pace. And you will be a better person for it. And for those of us who are have gone through it and we're just a little tired, hold on because things are getting better as we as a community continue to grow and learn how to support each other in a way that works. And for the rest of the society that is has joined us to to learn more about our special community and learn of ways to support us and support our community in their challenges. And so, again, thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking with you next Thursday. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. This episode is sponsored by Loudmouth.com, the number one small business online network. We're putting the word out about small business. Put your business on the referral network online that wants to put the word out about you. million small businesses in the U.S. Creating 1.5 million jobs annually. Small business accounts for 64% of new job creation in the U.S. There's strength in numbers. No matter what we face, know that there's strength in us. Because of you, we're able, we're capable, we're resilient. And we are available because we are small business. And together, we're the economy. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.